Welcome to episode 22 of the Champs and Chums podcast. I'm Anthony. And I'm Ashton. Father-son fun talk on sports, life, and friendship. Coming up on episode 22, lights, camera, action. Say hello to a star of sports and screen. We'll go one-on-one with CFL athlete and network television star, Brad Smith. Happy Father's Day. We'll award our forever all-stars as we go gold, silver, bronze for father-inspired athlete names. And we'll head for home on episode 22 with our special segments, All Pro Go, a Did You Know Sports Spotlight, and Champs and Chums, our personal salutes to our stars on and off the field. That's all coming up on episode 22 of the Champs and Chums podcast. Thanks Thanks for for listening. listening. Welcome back to Champs and Chums. Happy June, everybody, and happy Father's Day to all our fans out there in the uh, listening world. We hope you're doing well. Uh, Wow, it's June, it's sunny skies, it's hot, it's warm, and it's such a beautiful time in June to celebrate Father's Day. Ashton, uh, welcome to the show, my man. Well, thank you, and um, it's great to have another episode, episode 22. Yeah, 22 in the books for Champs and Chums. We got a great show here for you. Uh, we're broadcasting, actually, at the time of this recording. It's Father's Day weekend, Ashton, so yep. um, let's start off there, eh? I mean, June's a big month. You know, we are a, uh, a show, um, uh, Champs and Chums, Father, Son, Fun Talk, about sports, life, and friendship, but uh, let's hear from the my chum here uh, to the right of me on the broadcast chair. What does Father's Day mean to you, Ashton? Well, Father's Day means um, you're showing lots of love to your dad, and even you you've gave lots of love throughout every single day. But this day, you're gonna love him way more, and you're. And you're going to want to spend time with your dad. You're going to want to play with your dad. Maybe go outside for a walk. Maybe go on a bike ride with him. Maybe play sports in the backyard. Whatever you can do to get active or do something with your dad, that would be a great Father's Day. Great words of advice from my chum, Ashton. Yeah, absolutely. A great day to celebrate um, all the great people. And I say all the great people, Ashton, because, you know, uh, being a father right? Um, you know, uh, you know how they say, um, uh, you can have a child and by, as a result of that, you become either a father or mother. When you become a true father, it comes in many, uh, uh, forms, right? There's father figures. There's, um, there's, there's, uh, women who, uh, serve both roles in being a great mentor for, their uh, their kids so we salute those as well too right um yep. there's uh grandpas there's uncles there's um 
great friends, right, that uh, play a role in this wonderful celebration, and we salute all of the fathers, all of the father figures out there. Uh, we wish you a great, great day. Awesome. Well, listen, June's actually been uh, a, a big uh, month as well for a lot of reasons. Um, the hockey playoffs, Ashton, is still going yeah. on, but sadly, our favorite team, the Toronto Maple Leafs is out. We, we, we watched game seven there. Why don't you take uh, the listeners through how you were feeling um, um, and how the Leafs played against the uh, rival Montreal Canadiens? Well, um, in game one, they lost. But um, uh, so the Leafs came back 3-1 as a lead in, in the series. But it it was just... Montreal, they had their star players. They had Carey Price in that. You know, you can't go wrong with Carey Price when he's on your team. And um, I just think they made a storm over the Toronto Maple Leafs. And um, that really tucked them in. And uh, the Montre- Montreal started playing um, with lots of confidence. And um, they took it. Uh, they took it on to the second round to play Winnipeg, and um, we're really sad that the Leafs are are out of the playoffs. But uh, I I I'm I'll still congratulate Montreal. They have a great goalie, Carey Price, and they have some All Star players. Well, what a great analyst! You you you've got uh, some real potential there to become an analyst for like Hockey Night in Canada, Ash. Yeah. That was some great analysis there in terms of. You know, the will that Montreal showed. I mean, you know, the playoffs is a different game too, right? Yeah. I mean, the regular season is is uh, one um, uh, chapter to write. But when you reach the playoffs, it takes this incredible will, this determination when the hockey and the, and every, every, uh, every play is, uh, you know, is, is, calcu- is calculated, gets that much more um, important, right? Every face-off yes. win, playoff, uh, or play, sorry, uh, power play uh, and, and such like that. So, yeah, full credit to the Canadians. Uh, they definitely, um, uh, it seemed after game four, Ashton, there just seemed to be like a change in the way Montreal started to dominate yes. the play, you know, a, a hard on the forecheck. And, of course, you mentioned, yeah, a guy... Uh, and Carey Price, a world-class goaltender that's b- b- between the pipes. It, uh, it makes it all that uh, more sweet. So congratulations to the Leafs on a great season. Uh, lots of room for improvement, and we can't wait to talk about Maple Leaf hockey coming up on Champs and Chums in the fall. All right, Ashton, but listen, we, we got some other things we want to catch up on, right? Because, you know, speaking of the cup and the quest for the cup, it's all, it's all about milestones, right? But yep. you actually had a, a great milestone too. It's all about growing up and doing things, right? It's it's all about a shoe and a lace, right? Tell tell the fans what you've been mastering and uh, your craft at in terms of tying a shoelace. Well, uh, yeah, uh, uh, probably about a week ago, I did my laces by myself because uh, this is this was pro- this was the first time I've ever done my laces myself and um my dad my dad actually taught me so um thank you dad well my my pleasure uh my my boy I mean you know there's essential things right as as you're growing up to be a, a great young man which you're yeah. on a great road to be I can tell you that um 
But yeah, tying that shoelace and getting that essential thing uh, done, you know, there's still some mastering to do, right? But that's what it's all about, right? When you're tying a shoelace, it's all it's just giving your effort, staying patient with it, right? All the things we talk about on Champs and Chumps, right? And also... Yeah, go ahead. And also, now if I want to play uh, ice hockey, I, I know how to tie my lace now. That's my, right. You've got skate. some big aspirations for the fall. You know, things are opening up here in the province of Ontario where we broadcast uh, from. And we're so happy about that. And uh, yeah, your love for hockey. In fact, the love for hockey so much so, Ashton, that we got some more sticks in yep. our in our uh, toolbox of, uh, of fun in the backyard, eh? Yep, we had uh, new sticks. We ordered them. They're Sherwood sticks. And um, um, that stick is really nice. And um, we also got a goalie stick with uh, two regular sticks um the goalie stick is really good uh now you know the the price for goalie sticks are a bit high but this one was price for lumber's getting up there isn't it yep this one was on sale and the regular price for it was about a hundred dollars well we didn't pay that ladies and gentlemen for sure it was a great deal what was it like 65 percent off there was a closing sale at national sports but probably like 19 dollars. yeah yeah it was great so anyhow um that's great ashton and we obviously have been picking up on a lot of sports uh june represents the uh, end of a school year too so i mean why don't you share with the fans uh, how you felt you did this school year? Because it was quite a challenging time, but I think you and your classmates were up for the challenge. And how do you feel about finishing up school this June? Well, I feel like um, I feel like I'm really proud of myself that I've done really good in school. Um, I'm moving on to fourth grade next next uh, next uh, semester, so. Um, I'm looking forward to going to far, fourth grade and meeting some great friends or maybe some of my old friends from uh, grade three. And um, yeah, it's it's been the longest uh, school year. It's probably been about 40, 41 weeks. Um, it's been because it's been in school out in school online in school online in school online it's just it keeps shifting but um all of us have um we're we're going through it in grade two and um now that i feel like i'm more confident uh i feel like i'm gonna do great in grade four well that's awesome my man well done for a great school year and yeah big things to come as as you uh you get through the summer and then uh, get ready for uh, a big year in the fourth grade. Excellent. Yeah. So listen, um, you know, we've also been doing some TV watching as well too, right? Um, there's been some fun programs like the the um, the Mighty Ducks, right? You've watched yeah. that season. It's uh, it's on Disney Plus. It's a really interesting um, show. It's called The Mighty Ducks Game Changers. And basically a boy gets cut off the Mighty Ducks and his mother decides to make a new team called the Don't Bothers. And, um... Don't Bothers. Little little teaser. At at the end of the series, uh, since I've watched all of it, they, since the end of 
the series. Uh, they won the state championship because they had to face the Ducks, but they didn't win. But they so they went to the Ice Palace and played them again, and um, then. In the last scene you see in the uh, Mighty, Ducks Ga- Mighty Ducks Game Changers, um, there's Gordon Bombay, also known as uh, Emilio Estevez. He was uh, driving a Zamboni, uh, and it now said the Ice Palace, home of the Mighty Ducks. Because whoever won at the Ice Palace would become the Mighty Ducks, and the Don't Bothers became the Mighty Ducks. So um, it sounds like you're really invested in that sports event, and so Mighty Ducks, obviously a big uh, Disney movie, right? Yeah. In its original form, and you know they've obviously um, uh, tr- translated that years later, right? Yep. Into becoming this great series that's on on the Disney Channel too. That's great. So television, and then cooking. Why yep. don't you tell the fans that you know this month has been a bit of a breakthrough month for you too, to. Uh, I wouldn't say master it and be no master chef at this point. Yeah. But you actually been in, had a love for cooking. Well, yes, I did. Um, May, uh, probably May and March, I've I started cooking like, uh, just basic foods like grilled cheese and uh, mm. I actually cooked a pizza with my mom. I've cooked pierogies. Uh, they're really good. And waffles. You make great waffles, waffles for the family as toast, well, too. Coffee. Coffee, yes. And um, I I can make lots of things, but I'm looking forward to making more uh, more breakfast, lunch, or dinner, or dessert for uh, this family. Well, what a segue you just made. You said breakfast? We just mentioned television, so breakfast television. Yeah. And you mentioned a love for food. This is a quite a, a really nice segue to, to um, for your fans at home that we have a really special guest coming up on our Father's Day episode. Uh, Ashton, who's coming up on the show? Network television star and pro, pro football player Brad Smith. Oh, that's going to be a great guest, a great interview that we... Uh, we uh, want you to listen to um, a real special story on the multi-talented uh, Brad Smith. I mean, he's done everything, uh, starting off in sports. I mean, he was quite accomplished in um, in college football, uh, playing for Queens. And then he had a six-year CFL career, and he was able to trade touchdowns for television. Uh, many of you would remember him for all his... Uh, heart-stopping moments as The Bachelor, the first Bachelor in The Bachelor Canada. Yeah. And then he continued to grow his career, uh, being a star on uh, City TV Breakfast Television, Food Network Canada, now host of The Big Bake. He's an actor as well, too. He was also on uh, Neighborhood Eats and Chopped Canada. You got it. You got it, my man. And so, yeah, I mean, multi-talented. And he actually, his own, he owns two restaurants as well, yep. too, Ashton. So that's a real treat uh, for to have Brad Smith on the show. Great father-son story uh, about his uh, dad, Larry, who's uh, s- served this country brilliantly with his... Uh, his uh, smarts and his commitment to community. He's now serves as a Canadian Senator. Uh, we'll talk more about that as we feature both of them on the show. Okay. Good stuff, everybody. That was quite a nice uh, monologue, a great wrap on June. And you know, it's father's day and uh, we've got a special 
uh, segment here in our father-son free-for-all round because much as we did last month, Ashton, we honored mother-inspired athlete names. Yep. This is a time to shine a, a shine a spotlight on all the fathers, on the father figures. So, ladies and gentlemen, we are pleased to share with you our gold, silver, bronze for father-inspired athlete names. Ashton, take it away with your bronze medal. My bronze medal is Marty Fish. Great selection. The tennis player, Marty Fish. Why don't yep. you tell uh, tell uh, the fans more about Marty Fish? Well, um, he turned pro in 2000. He retired in 2015. He actually plays right-handed, and he has a two-handed backhand. Like you're trying to grow, right? Yep. Yes, that's right. We've been out in the tennis courts. This is good. Wow, over $7 million he's made. I know, and prize money. Um, and he has six career titles, and um, his highest ranking was number seven in August fifteenth, two 2011. Number seven in the world, uh, ten former tennis player. Look at those results, Ashton, in Grand Slams. Quarterfinals three times. Aust Aussie Open. We had our uh, yep. chum, our champ and chum, Alexander Wozniak, who made to the round of 16, featured her last month. French Open third round and then um, qualify, uh, sorry, uh, quarterfinals in Wimbledon U.S. Open. Wow, outstanding. So, Ashton, did you know that I met Marty Fish? I did not know that. Yes, when I was uh, Director of Communications at Tennis Canada, and uh, he came for the Masters Series event, right, uh, which is part of the Rogers Cup, and uh, yeah, really great guy, and did we, he did a lot of things in the community and, and such like that too. But let's connect the dots, because we should have started there first. Why did you select Marty Fish as father-inspired uh, athlete name? Well, because some fathers... Uh, like to fish with their kids and or maybe just themselves um, but uh, it's it's a great opportunity to get outdoors and have a great time well not just fathers too I think you f fish with your grand grandpa as well too right yep and can I also say something sure uh, you have told me a lot about the people you have met, and I've been stunned throughout this whole <laughs> Champs and Chums. Have you? Well, I kind of surprise you with these things, right? Yeah. All of a sudden, we we, 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 we name somebody on these father-son free-for-all segments. And then, and, then <laughs> and then my dad's like, did you know, Ashton, I, I met Marty Fish. <laughs> well, that is the truth, and I know a lot of chums that I've had in the tennis world that could... Uh, Share that. So there's Ashton's bronze medal for father-inspired athlete names, Marty Fish. Okay, good stuff, Ashton. Now it's over to me for my bronze medal. And my bronze medal for father-inspired athlete names is Joel Otto. Get it, Ashton? Otto. Yes, I get it. Yeah, the car. Because we know a lot, of, a lot of dads love cars, right? Yes. But let me tell you something about Joel Otto, the former hockey player. His great days were actually uh, with the Calgary Flames, uh, Ashton. Six foot four, 220 wow. pounds uh, was Joel Otto. He's, uh, he's an American from Elk River, Minnesota. Uh, he played in two world championships. He was, uh, now I, this is obviously key as well too. 
He was a member of Calgary's 1989 Stanley Cup championship winning team, Ashton. Wow. So he has a he has a ring, right? He played in the 1998 Winter Olympics, and he currently serves as an assistant coach in, in the WHL's Calgary Hitmen. Um, so there's Joel Otto. But Ashton, I got a story for you. What story? I met Joel Otto. Another bro- one. Another one. Yes. <laughs> let me tell you the story, Ashton. So there I was. And and in fact, we, we talked about it too with Daniel Nestor. Yeah. Might have been off air um, uh, last fall when he came on our show. Great, um, a great, great champ and chum. Uh, we were, I was, again, Tennis Canada story. Uh, in Calgary at the at the Calgary um, the old st- Stampede Corral. This is two thousand and three or four. I can't remember. I think it was two thousand and three. So we had celebrity guests that would come to to the matches, right? Yeah. So I contacted at the time. It would be I I think he's still actually with the Calgary Flames. That's Peter Hanlon, who was the uh, VP of communications there. And I said, you know what, Peter, we're having the tennis. Any alumni or players that want to come by to the to the matches, just let me know and we'll make it happen. Joel Otto came to the came to the first day of the Davis Cup in Calgary, and he actually took part, I believe, in in between uh, matches. He took part in a little bit of a celebrity hit on the uh, on the court. How about that? Well, Dad, that is really amazing. Good stuff. All right, that's Joel Otto, my, my bronze medalist for father-inspired uh, athlete names. And Ashton, it's over to you with your silver medal. Well, my silver medal kind of relates to J- Joel Otto. Uh, so uh, my silver medal is TJ Ford. TJ Ford. Now that's a good one. Now Ford is a long-running car, and clearly yep. this man is a basketball player. Tell them more about TJ Ford. Well, um... He was drafted in 2003. He was drafted in round one. Picked. He was picked eighth overall. Wow. First round pick, eighth overall, TJ Ford. And his career history, in 2003 to 2006, he was with the Milwaukee Bucks. 2006 to 2008, he was with the Toronto Raptors. I remembered very well. A hometown Raptor he was for a couple seasons, TJ Ford. Yeah. Uh, 2008 to 2011, he was with the Indiana Pacers. In 2011, he was with Zagreb. And in 2011 to 2012, he was with the San Antonio Spurs. Did you know, uh, ladies and gentlemen, that T.J. Ford has his number 11 retired by the Texas Longhorns, where he played college ball as well, too? Great pick, Ashton. So that's T.J. Ford, the former Raptor, who was uh, who's Ashton's silver medalist for uh, father-inspired athlete names. Okay, it's over to Dad. I'm going to make this a hat trick because I'm going to follow the whole automotive um uh, the pace car, if you will, right, Ashton? Because my silver medalist is hockey player Jimmy Carson. That's right, car. Get it, Ashton? Yeah. <laughs> All right, that's pretty simple. And get it, car son. Yeah. How? how I've I just thought of that right now, <laughs> actually. That's quite uh, quite fitting for a special Father's Day episode. Jimmy Carson. So Jimmy Carson, everybody 
played for multiple teams, played for the LA Kings. I definitely know when he played for the Kings because he was with Gretzky that year. Played for the Edmonton Oilers. He had some big years with the Detroit Red Wings as well, too. Um, but he was drafted second overall in 86 by the LA Kings. Uh, he played from 86 to 98. And so he um, he had some pretty uh, big years in the, in the NHL as well, too. Uh, certainly uh, playing with uh, Edmonton, uh, those days in LA, of course, with uh, with Gretzky as well, too. So that is my silver medalist. He played in the 1989 NHL All-Star Game. So Jimmy Carson, my silver medalist, father-inspired athlete names. Ashton, it's now time to unveil our gold medal, gold medalist. Take it away. Well, Dad, this is um, still on the the uh, arena, the hockey rink, Um and this might make you brighten up, Dad. My gold medal is Bob Beers. Wow. Beer me, my man. Yeah. <laughs> oh, good stuff. Bob Beers, any dad, right, would love, you know, just one cold one or something like that and, and enjoying a nice time with uh, with their son or, or their family or friends. Uh, yeah, Bob Beers, nice one, Ashton. Tell them about Bob Beers, your gold medalist. Well, his position is defense. His shot is right. And he played for the Boston Bruins, the Tampa Bay Lightning, the Edmonton Oilers, and the New York Islanders. His NHL draft was 210th overall in 1985 with the Boston Bruins. He has played hockey since 1989 to 2000. Yeah, great stuff. Bob Bobby Beers, uh, 92-93 at 12 goals as a defenseman for the uh for the Tampa Bay Lightning. He uh he also had a uh he also hit double digits for goals, uh 37 points, 10 goals in 93-94 with the Edmonton Oilers. So Bobby Beers, Ashton's gold medalist for father-inspired athlete names. Great stuff, Ashton. Well, now it's time for Dad. And um, I guess the only way to follow up your Bob Beers is to say cheers, because my gold medalist for father-inspired athlete names is Matt Molson. Get it? Molson Canadian. It's a kind of beer, Ashton. Oh, now I see. I I didn't really know. What I it don't meant expect at first. you to. Well, I don't expect you to get it. You're yeah. you're only all of soon to be nine years old. So, anyways, um, in all good fun, Matt Molson. Uh, many of you will know him. He actually here's a stat, Ashton. He had some great years playing alongside a Leaf player. Oh, John Tavares. He had some big years oh playing with my. John Tavares. Yes, with the New York Islanders. Yeah. So yeah, in fact, um, he had so many good years. His he had three thirty goal seasons. Ashton with the wow. New York Islanders when Johnny Toronto was with the Islanders. Then two thousand and nine, two thousand and ten, thirty goals. Followed up the next two seasons with thirty one and thirty six, respectively. Um, yeah, Matt Molson, a, a Toronto guy, actually, North York, Ontario, now age 37, a former player, played with the Buffalo Sabres, the New York Islanders, the LA Kings, and the Minnesota Wild. And what's great about this story about Matt Molson, 
uh, he was drafted 263rd overall by Pittsburgh. So he went really, really deep. And to see him uh, achieve and excel at the NHL level as he did was yep. one great story. Cheers to that, my man. And uh, why do you take us to break on this special Father's Day episode of Champs and Chumps? This ends our father-son free-for-all segment. More father-son fun talk coming up. You're listening to the Champs and Chums podcast. Father-Son Fun Talk, you're listening to episode 22 of the Champs and Chums podcast. And Ashton, it's now time for a next edition of our Best Of segment. And we have a star guest for our fans on this special Father's Day weekend episode. Hey Ashton, I got two questions for you, my man. Are you ready to spotlight our Father-Son Best for episode 22? Sure am. Are you ready to take it to the house here on Champs and Chums? Of course. Well, our very special guest has perfected the signature recipe for starring in sports and screen. Following an all-Canadian football career with Queen's University, he realized a boyhood dream to play pro, drafted by the Toronto Argonauts of the CFL. Our special guest added to his gridiron resume playing for the Edmonton Eskimos, and Montreal Alouettes over six CFL seasons. Not long after closing his chapter in pro football, our special guest traded on field catches to become the catch, starring on the popular network television series, The Bachelor. He made temperatures rise and hearts flutter as Canada's on-screen first, attracting record viewership from coast to coast. Powered with Hollywood-style presence, he shined even brighter with prominent network television roles. He starred as co-host on Canada's number one morning show, City TV Breakfast Television, and his love for food plated more success, with starring roles on the Food Network's Chop Canada, Neighbourhood Eats, and his current host role on The Big Bake. The recipe for success got extra sweeter when our special guest made his debut as a restaurateur, owning two delicious destinations, Resto Buemo and Chef's Table. In addition to all of these accomplishments, acting roles have called his name. Our special guest and his family have blazed a trail of success. This includes his father Larry, a Canadian football legend, former CFL commissioner, president of the Montreal Alouettes, and now serving our country in the prestigious role of Canadian Senator. They both were the first father-son All-Canadians in Canadian University sports history. Ladies and gentlemen, we are pleased to be joined by professional athlete and network television star, Brad Smith. Brad, welcome to Champs and Chums. Oh my God, if I can say, that's the best introduction I've ever been given in my entire life. Oh, Brad, that is so nice of you to say. Well, richly deserved, my friend, and uh, wow, that's very nice of you. 
I really appreciate it. And to be off topic right off the bat, you're going to have to send me that because that is amazing. So thank you so much. Oh, I, I am happy to do that. And I mean, the words are 110%. I mean, it is such um, a treat for Ashton and I to have you on this special episode, this Father's Day weekend episode of uh, Champs and Chums. This is our best of segment. And uh, you are among all of our collection of wonderful uh, guests that have been on the program, you are the multi-talented star, and we're going to get into that uh, in this great conversation. So thank you so much for giving your time. I know you're, you're busy with uh, so many things on the go, so we really appreciate that. Oh, it's, it's my pleasure for being here, and just thank you for inviting me so I can spend time with you and Ashton. Oh, that's great. And Ashton, uh, you're, 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 uh, you're really energized too, right? And why, why don't yep. we go a little off topic as well? Because Ashton, we know obviously your, your prominent uh, network television career, and of course you being a foodie and your love for food. And, and Ashton, why don't you share a little bit about your love for food? Well, um, yeah, I do love food. Um, probably like ice cream, uh, pizza. What? what? What's your favorite thing to eat? If you said, if your dad said, oh, you could only have one thing, what are you going to order? Oh, that's a tough one. Um, Probably, maybe, hmm. Hamburgers? Pizza? Hamburgers? Yep, probably burgers, yeah. I liked burgers so much as a kid. My favorite thing, my dad used to take me every Sunday after church to get McDonald's. I loved McDonald's so much that I grew up and I made my own McDonald's. <laughs> That's amazing. And, 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 and Brad, I mean, we obviously, uh, you, there's so much great information about you. And is there a little known fact that you drove 16 hours for the famous White Castle Burger? Is that a true story? <laughs> <Is that? laughs> oh my God. Yes, that is. <laughs> That's true. That's amazing. Uh, me, me and my friends, uh, when I was growing up, we were highly suggestible. And when Harold and Kumar came out, and then uh, Harold and Kumar go to White Castle, well, us as Canadian kids, we, we didn't know what White Castle was. Yeah. We don't have White, White Castle here. So when these little mini burgers came out, we actually drove across. I was at uh, Queen's University. We drove uh, across the bridge to the United States, yeah. and we drove down, and we couldn't find one in uh, New York State. So we ended up going all the way down to Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and we got yeah. lost. It took us 16 hours, but the burgers, <laughs> they uh, they weren't worth it. They weren't as good as you thought. Yeah. Well, but, there's nothing. But a great experience. Oh, for sure. That was, That's quite a, a, a an adventure with your chums, for sure. And uh, But, I mean, nothing would be like the... Uh, now, is it the Truff Daddy Burger that's at uh, Resto Buemo that's the... The, the one so to we, try, we, is that it? So we, we, we have the Truff Daddy, but the one, um, our famous one is the Single B. Yep. And the Single B is the one that in 2018 won Best Burger in Toronto by Toronto Life. So that was oh, a, a, a monumental accomplishment for a very small little, and at that time only open for six months restaurant wow that, that's that's an amazing debut and we're going to get into that in our father-son talk see it's a, there's just so many great things to talk about with our best of guest brad smith but uh yeah let's get into the uh the opening questions uh go I, I, if you will we go ready set hut lights camera action with our best of guest <laughs> uh brad smith um brad it's uh it's dad here over to the left of the broadcast chair and um you know obviously a decorated career already that's only uh, only rising uh with all your skills and accomplishments but um, 
Some of your uh, some of your fans um, may want to know more about obviously uh, some of your success started in sports. So I wonder if you can take yeah. the listeners through your ambitions to play uh, football at the amateur level and then obviously uh, reaching the CFL and and maybe yeah. take them then through the the the, the pivot uh, or the the move to um, network television and entertainment. Yeah, of course, of course. Well, you know, growing up in Montreal. Um, when we were until we were about nine years old, we were just immersed in everything. I, I knew that my dad had played professional football, but at that point, I didn't really comprehend, you know, uh, at what level because it was only later I found out that he was a super stud. <laughs> but uh, but I grew up swimming; that was my thing. I swam till I was 15 years old. I I, I was Canadian Junior Nationals. Uh, all I wanted to do was swim. That's all, like the only thing. And then I, I reached a point where. Uh, you know, I was a, a teen, an impressionable teen, and swimming wasn't cool, and the cool thing to do was football, and I never played football until uh, grade 11, actually, and grade 11 was my first year where I, I hung up, uh, <laughs> ironically, I hung up my Speedo and picked up my football helmet, <laughs> Right. Uh, which said nobody ever, um, but <laughs> I, I, uh, I got onto the football field, and uh, my mom didn't want me to play because uh, in grade 10, because I was five foot four and 137 pounds. I was a really skinny kid. And then over the summer into grade 11, I went to six one, but I didn't put on any weight. So I was six one, 137 pounds. And I was a toothpick, but I, I convinced my mom to play cause I was taller as my first year playing. And I played quarterback and, uh, we won the city championships. I wasn't a really good th- uh, thrower, but I set the record for rushing yards by a quarterback that year. Mm. And we, and we just had fun because, in LCC, this is one of the craziest stories I can ever tell you. But my father was, uh, after he was the CFL commissioner, uh, he, he felt so bad for those years that he had missed and how hard he had worked and maybe some of the years of the childhood that he actually coached my uh, LCC, Lower Canada College in Montreal, our grade 11 team. And he brought out Ron Perrone, a former defensive back, all-star in the 70s, and the legendary Peter Delariva. Mm-hmm. Um and so my three coaches were Larry Smith, Peter Dolly, and Ron Perron, and that was my high school team. And the, the, actual, the, the actual head coach said to my dad, said, what do you want to run, Larry? He said, oh, just let Brad call the plays. And so I got to call my own plays. And oh, we okay. just had it – was, it was one of those high school movies where it was me and four best friends, and we just had the absolute time of our life. So, um, go, And then going obviously from there, I got – into St. Andrews College, where I had a very successful high school career to get drafted, or sorry, to get recruited to Queens as the uh, number two Canadian prospect out of high school, which was, uh, I didn't even know what I was doing. I was just running and catching and having fun. Then I went to Queens and I didn't know what I was doing. And I was just running by people and catching. And then I became the youngest uh, all Canadian of all time. My first year, I was 18 years old. Um, people still ask me to this day that I had to do it. And I was like, I, I don't know. I just was having fun. It wasn't, it was just competition to me, you know, it wasn't. And then, um, I had a great career at Queens, two time all Canadian and got drafted into the CFL. And, you know, the CFL was a, a great experience, a great maturity experience. Uh, but when I left the CFL after six years, three different teams, I, um, I really wanted, and this is going to sound crazy, but after all the responsibilities sports had, brought on me I really wanted to have the least amount of responsibility um, so I actually started bartending in downtown Toronto I just wanted to get my mind off things and after about three months I decided hey I'm gonna go on a little trip and on that trip um, I got a phone call and I picked up the phone and I, I was in 
I was on this vacation with my parents. I said, hey, who's uh, who's this? This is Brad Smith. And they said, hi, this is Heather Muir from The Bachelor Canada. And I said, mm. good one. And I actually hung up the phone because I didn't, you know, I, I'd watched The Bachelor. But get this story. It turns out that my best friend, Coach Pat Sheen at Queens, his son Ryan Sheen was my best friend. Mm-hmm. He's walking down the street in Toronto with his girlfriend. And his girlfriend says, oh, there's um, Heather Muir. And Ryan goes, oh, who's Heather? She goes, oh, he's my friend. So they go up to Heather and Heather, what are you, what are you doing, Heather? And Heather says, oh, I'm casting for The Bachelor. And my friend Ryan clicks up and he goes, have you found your guy? <laughs> and she goes, well, we've had about 1,500 people. We're down to five, but we think we've got her. And he goes, no, 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 no. You got you to gotta take my friend's number down. Okay. And so he convinced her right there. She took my number. They called me. So without them passing in the street that day outside the Uton Center in Toronto, I wouldn't be sitting here talking to you. So as quickly as I can summarize that transition, uh, I can only put into words that I've had an amazing support system from my mom and dad. I've had amazing mentorship from my my coach at Queens, who's one of the biggest reasons uh, that I am who I am. And I had a lot of luck, <laughs> a lot of luck. That's amazing, and and so wonderful to for you to take our fans on that journey. You know, I I didn't know swimming was part of your resume. Obviously, ca- Canadian junior champion. Wow, and then uh... so so I was junior nationals, yes, but I did I went to the Quebec Games twice, was uh, triple gold one year. Um, I was I wish I wish to this day that I hadn't fallen into the peer pressure of life mm. and continued swimming because that was I think really my sport. I loved it so much. Oh, amazing, amazing. And uh, yeah, I mean, you mentioned uh, your great university play. I think you were a three-time OUAA All-Star as well, too. So, uh, geez, among all and, those. Uh, and I, I don't know if you know, because it's not out there too much, but actually as of uh, uh, this past Saturday, I just got inducted into the Queen's Football Hall of Fame. So that was a great cap off to that career. I um, saw that. Especially. Much, Yeah, much congratulations to you on, on that great yeah. accomplishment. Oh, and then, yeah, I mean, that, so that transition that you uh, you made to uh, the wonderful world of network television entertainment. Amazing. <laughs> um, you know, uh, my next question is about mentors. And, and you mentioned, uh, I heard a lot about your dad and, and I heard your mom yep. as well, too. And I wonder if you can uh, put a bit more focus on that. I also heard outside your uh, family circle, um, uh, Coach Sheehan at, um, yeah. at Queens was also a big mentor. But can you talk a bit uh, more about mentorship, their role, and how it helped you as an athlete, of course, and now a, a host and performer, on, uh, I guess, on and off the field and on and off the set, if you will? Yeah, yeah, of course. I mean, with my parents, uh, Larry and Lisa, they... Uh, uh, my dad has later become my mentor in my former years. It was more coaches here and there. I think because of growing up in, in Quebec with Larry Smith being your dad, there's a lot of pressure. Um, specifically, I remember when he was the president and CEO of the Alouettes, and they were just becoming enormous in 2000. They had just gone to their first great cup. And I went after my grade 11, my first year, to the City. So what happens is they take the A, B, C divisions and they put all the all-stars into this game. And it's a recruiting game called the Alouette Bowl. And I remember, oh my God, I'm going to play in a game that was my dad's team is running. You know what I mean? And everybody kind of was like, oh, this guy's only here for because his dad's this. So, um, you know, my dad really wasn't a mentor till later. Uh, to finish, To cap that story off, I ended up moving from quarterback to receiver in that game, that was what changed my career. And I was, I won MVP of that game uh-huh. <laughs> of my dad's game that he put on. Um, but my, my parents never pushed me into anything. They, but what I do say is uh, every single game I ever played, this is even when I was at St. Andrews, which was five hour drive away. They only missed two games in my 
high school and college career. Uh, wow. Even when they lived in Montreal and uh, I was in Ontario for most of that time, they always supported everything I did. My, my, did. my dad was never critical of me. And that's where my mentorship came into my early age, which was coach Patchy in at Queens. He was uh, the first day of uh, camp. He looked at me and uh, he said, Brad Smith, you're the lowest entrance average we've ever gotten into this school. Queens mm. <laughs> uh, is a respected university. You better be a superstar, baby because I was so highly recruited out of high school. Uh, maybe I didn't do that well in my grades in high school, but I got to go to Queens and at least got the shot. And um, I talk about coaching as a mentor, not on football, but every, the most impactful person ever in my outside life. I had a very big tragedy in my life. Uh, two, one of my friends, um, my second year of university, uh, ended up taking his own life. And uh, mm. who was there? First person at my door was Coach Sheehan. Uh, Coach Sheehan picked me up from my house, brought me to his house, made sure I was okay. And I'm telling you, 90 times throughout my life, he's done the exact same to help me out, to give me advice, or just to be there to console. And also because I'm now best friends with his son, to ha to be you know feel like I'm part of his family. And that's that's very rare for football coaches to to have that kind of access to. Uh, so I was so spoiled with uh, attention because I was a star player. But more so, he thought. I was a star personality as well off that was worth investing in. And that I'll, ne I'll never be able to repay him for that. Oh, that's, that's amazing. And uh, yes, I, I did uh, read before coming on air with you about, yeah, your longtime chum. And um, I believe actually, I, I you know, um, amongst the, the, a tattoo actually that, uh, is it on yeah, your chest yeah. or your heart? I believe. So, so if, if my, his name was Fraser Luna and he was my uh, roommate, uh, my whole entire career at St. Andrews. And, he ended up living actually 15 minutes from me in Montreal, and still now his his brother lives 200 feet from my house that I'm standing at in Etobicoke. So, um, mm -hmm. and then my other friend James, who passed away two years later, they're both on my chest within the St. Andrews Cross because my heart. I went to Queens, but my heart will always be uh, an Andrian from St. Andrews College. So. Oh, that's amazing. Well, warm warm thoughts to Fra uh, Fraser and, uh, and and James for sure. Uh, of course, and they're always in in my thoughts and just lucky to have had my experiences with them while they were here because they were they were two of a kind that's for sure indeed indeed champs and chums for sure uh brad we're going to turn the uh interview over to my chum speaking of chums ashton yes. yes got some burning questions for our best of guest brad smith yes ashton what do you got for me brad your story of success in sports and television is an inspiration can you share some of your personal career highlights Oh my God, Ashton, I've never been asked that before. Um, usually I'm doing the interviewing. Yeah, um, that's right. So that's a, that's a very loaded question because I will tell you that I feel that I've lived three completely different lives in this 37-year-old body. Oh. One was before up until high school. Two was my queen through my CFL career and, and, and three was my TV career. So if I had to take one from each, I would say when I was in high school, uh, everybody always says, oh, he's a football player, he's a jock, that's all he is. And I actually was the lead in our school play, uh, as well as uh, playing, being our lead receiver on our football team. So my highlight of my high school career was we were in the city semifinals, and I caught three touchdowns and 216 yards receiving, and we won the game, and I didn't even have time to change off the field. They rushed me back to St. Andrews. They put me in hair and makeup to go on as the lead in Oliver on the play. That was the highlight of that 
my whole first 18 years of my life. Now that's a big um, day at the office. Like, <laughs> it was, it, so yeah, you you have 216 yards receiving, three, uh, three or four touchdowns, and then you have to sing on stage for three and a half hours. Of which I can tell you, my voice sounds like cat's nails on it. But it was the most. That's what got me into my love of acting and TV is. William Schooler and St. Andrews because these aren't normal school plays. They're really expensively done, beautiful things. And um, in my college career and my CFL career, the highlight of the entire uh, portion of that was was being named All Canadian and then realizing that I was uh, All Canadian with my dad and we were the first ever to do it because that's something that no one can ever take away from you is you and your dad being the first in something of that nature. Mm-hmm. Um, it just means so much because he's again my hero, and um, and then in my TV career, I it's too impossible to even say, but probably I would say my first day on Chop Canada because after The Bachelor, where you're the you're it, it, it's about you, but you're not a TV performer, you're just on a reality show, and then you get on BT, which is a great opportunity, but you're the third host. This was the first time where I was given my own show kind of run like my own and that was such a cool feeling realizing that I didn't go to school for TV or uh, you know I didn't come in the natural way where you work your way up the ranks I was a reality star so being able to have your own show and kind of proving everyone wrong that you're not just an athlete and you can do more that was that was really important for me and you sure did Ashton you got another question great question Ashton well done Ashton thank you uh Brad since it's our fa- special Father's Day episode, I was wondering if you could share some of the best, some of the greatest lessons and words of advice your dad, Senator Smith, shared with you. Yeah, uh, that's a great question too, Ashton, because I, I, you know, I, I can't say it enough, and I've said it about 15 times already, but my dad is my favorite person. Um, he's the nicest, kindest man. He's also the smartest, hardest working man. And he's the most compassionate and giving person I've ever met. So if I, I can't say one specific words of advice because I'd have about 10,000 sheets of paper with other ones I'd like to give you. But um, if I can give you advice on how to, how, how to be a good person in life, which is just like my dad is, the best way to be is to just be always kind, always present, always grateful, and always supportive. Oh, that's beautiful. Uh, You're listening to episode 22 of the Champs and Chums podcast. This is our best of segment. We're here with uh, former CFL athlete and network television star Brad Smith, Anthony and Ashton in the broadcast chair. And um, uh, Brad, I wonder if we can talk uh, about, uh, this is, as Ashton mentioned, our, our special Father's Day episode. And we talk a lot on Champs and Chums about the importance of being a leader and uh, you and your dad um, both epitomized that. I mean, you know, I think about your dad's illustrious career and the CFL, uh, you know, president uh, as well too, not just uh, of course on the football field, but also, uh, you know, in the, in the, in the newspaper industry as well too. Uh, And then you, of course, um, you know, all your leadership, as you just mentioned through that, um, that answer about, you know, taking the lead, if you will, as a host and, um, and now obviously entrepreneurship through, through um, owning your own restaurants. Um, can yeah. you share, would love to get your perspective um, with all that you've accomplished on the importance of leadership. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, I, I had a, the best example ever, you know, somebody who had run the CFL when they were, you know, basically on the brinks of never existing and turned it into the most successful product in Canada for that era, you know, until the 2010s where he took over the 
Alouettes, and they are the flagship franchise of the last 25 years. Um, for me personally, I never saw myself as a leader. I was never that guy on a hockey team or football team who was an assistant captain or captain. Um, it took me later in my life to realize what qualities you needed to be a leader. Um, maybe because I had such a good example from my dad that I, I was, I like to goof around a little too much, but that first day on chopped, I was 33 years old and I've been different ever since I, I can, I go on to my shows. We run them properly. I run them like I'm the team captain and all the players and we're all working towards the goal. And that's what you have to do as a host. You're in charge of, you know, making sure the, the contestants are smiling and having a great time and making sure the judges are being the best that they can and making sure the cameras are in the right spot and you're not, you know, in the wrong spot. And, uh, so it wasn't until later in my life, but the most important thing about being a leader and what I've learned is that it's the presence that you present is the presence that you command. And that just means that, if you go in there and you're high energy, you're going to get high energy back. If you go in and you're low energy, you're going to go get low energy back because people are looking at you to set the pace of what's going on. And so the, the greatest advice I can give is always listen, learn, and watch and observe. But when it's your time to take control, you command with the presence you want to get back. Oh, great words. Brad. Um, yes, sir. I was wondering if you could share some of the most memorable father-son moments that you've had with your dad, Senator Smith? Yes. Uh, well, we've already talked about the father-son All-Canadian. Uh, number two would probably be, probably be the uh, Montreal Alouettes Grey Cup in 08, uh, where we were in the box together in Calgary. Mm. Uh, and uh, this is the famous too many men on the field call. Because we're in the box with my sister, who's married to the kicker, David Duvall. Right. So now it's a family thing when it's coming down to one last kick. And David Duvall misses the field goal, but there's too many players on the field. And I just remember that emotional swing. We thought, our, you know, I, I just wanted Larry to win another great cup because he deserved it. He puts the best team on the field. He's the greatest guy. And my brother-in-law just missed it. And then he got another chance and he made it. And I remember that was, that's probably got to be the second best experience I've ever had with my dad seeing because he's very stoic watching games, but to see him jump up and down and scream like, you know, he's one of the players on the field, that was a really cool experience for me. Oh, championships moments. Ashton, another question? Brad, who are some of your favorite athletes of all time and why? Well, that's a great one, Ashton, because uh, there's so many that you can choose from. And it just all depends on what you look at when you look at an athlete and I'd be remiss if you didn't say Tom Brady because he's when you talk about leadership, Ashton, all you gotta do is look about how Tom Brady has was went basically almost undrafted. He was one of the last draft picks and now he's the greatest football player to ever live. And he's playing with kids that are half his age and he's still dominating them. Um, and that would be in football and then probably if you look at hockey growing up, I was Mario Lemieux because he was a French Canadian kid like me. And uh, growing up, it, everyone loved Wayne Gretzky because he scored more points. I loved Marilyn Lemieux because he had the worst thing ever happened to him. He got diagnosed with uh, Hodgkin's, Hodgkin's, I believe Hodgkin's, yeah. in, in, in the middle of his career, in the prime of his career. And everyone thought he was done. And no, he came back and he became back. And he, I think he scored the most goals over a 35-game span that anyone except Wayne Gretzky did. That was after beating cancer. So that was why 
I loved him so much. Oh, that's great. And you're, and as I'm hearing you describe that with Lemieux, uh, Brad, I'm just oh, thinking that God, first yeah. game back, there was so much emotion and I think he scored remember a couple. That? Yeah. He yeah. Yeah. A I think in that game. I, I just remember the first one where he went around the right side and he curled back and looked at the camera and everyone oh, jumped on him and yeah. they were just so excited for him. Yeah. Oh, just, just magnificent. Uh, how, how appropriate yeah. I say that about Mario, the magnificent. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. And I know you're a Canadians fan too. Uh, yeah. Ashton and I kind of serve ourselves as leaf fans. So it's going to be an interesting, uh, potential it's playoff okay. match. It's, it's okay. It's okay, guys. There's always time to change. Um, <laughs> No, but you know what? I res- I respect the Leafs. I've been in Toronto, and I I, I really really respect what they've done the last uh, three years, especially with Kyle Dubas, because of the fact that it's very hard to get players of a large magnitude to come to Canada to play hockey, and he doesn't seem to be having any trouble finding them. Yeah, yeah, and, he's making it work. Yeah, and they're gonna they're gonna be the top four teams here. They're gonna be the representing the North. They are gonna beat my Montreal Canadiens in the first round, which sucks. But Montreal's just been kind of snake bitten this year with so much talent. They remind me of the Leafs about two or three years ago, actually. Yeah. So much talent, just no direction right now. But well, maybe Kerry, guys... maybe Kerry's got some magic in that glove, though. Hey, eh? uh, you know. So... Well, listen, that's he didn't have a good. People are like, oh, Kerry's done. They didn't remember last year when they went into the bubble. Before the bubble, Kerry wasn't playing very well at all. He came into the bubble and he went. He won us two rounds. So if he plays well, it's, no one stops him. But. If he plays average, we ha- we only have an average team this year right now. So. Great stuff. Well, Brad, we got time for a couple more questions because I know uh, you're sure. a busy, busy man, and uh, we're so uh, so appreciative of this. Um, um, my my Brad, pleasure. Yeah, excellent. Uh, so, uh, Brad, um, boy, I mean, your 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 list of accomplishments is just exemplary. I mean, you're a scholar, a, a BA in history and economics, a pro athlete. Uh, you became a reality television star. Then you moved on and did greater things as a national TV host. You interviewed some of the likes of Taylor Swift and Will Ferrell. You then, then you've added to your resume becoming a, a restaurant owner with two uh, uh, delicious destinations in Resto Buemo and uh, also Chef's Table. Then you've moved on to become uh, um, an actor, an accomplished actor, and, and a philanthropist. So my question is simply this. What does the future look like for Brad Smith? Well, I mean, when you say things like that, it really gives you chills because I tend to, like, I tend to draw very aback when people give me compliments because uh, I'm just not, I don't receive them very well. So when you hear that, it, it makes you really put into perspective. Yeah, I've, I've done some really cool things, but it, that's always the key question is those are in the past and what's next. And long story short, without sounding like, you know, because if you've looked at my career, right? Oh, football with an economics degree. What are you going to do? Well, you go on reality TV. Well, you can't go on reality TV. That's going to end your career. And you're never going to get past reality TV. Well, you're a morning show host doing entertainment. <laughs> what the, the, Oh, you're a food host. So I have always loved doing what people think that I can't do. So that's why we're using my food resources and we're, we're uh, I can't talk too much about it, but then what's next for me is I've actually went into development on a tech company. Mm. Uh, with with my partner, and we're doing a food based tech program. Oh, that's amazing! So, so I just love switching it up. I love challenging myself, and like my dad and his career, um, I love going into something where I can add my expertise. But if I don't know about it, I love learning about new things and constantly challenging myself. So uh, that's going to be what's right next. And then obviously we shoot the third season of Big Bake next year, and um, just trying to keep busy and keep my mind moving and. And always be positive, even during these times, which sometimes can get you down, you know? 
Great stuff. Well, in that answer, uh, fans, that is the evidence of great. And uh, Ashton, I'm going to pass the football over to you for our final question in this outstanding best of segment with Brad Smith. Brad, what advice do you have for young kids who want to be a sports star and television star just like you? Well, the only advice I can give you if you want to be anything in your life is just have passion for it. Wake up every morning and want to do it because there's nothing worse in life than being told you should do this and you should do that and you don't actually love to do it. So it's a chore getting up every morning. It's like doing chores. Like when your dad says, Ashton, Go rake the, the leaves in the lawn. You say, Dad, I don't want to. You don't, you don't want to live a life like that. All you, you, you want to find something that you love, that you get up exciting for in the morning every day. And that could be anything in the world. Uh, it's just whatever you choose to be, just love what you do. That's amazing. What an outstanding way to end this Best Of segment. That's uh, Brad Smith, our Best Of guest for this special Father's Day weekend episode. And uh, Brad, on behalf of Ashton and I, we just want to thank you so much for making time for us on this special edition of Champs and Chums. Um, it has been, in, in, in uh, all the wonderful accomplishments you've done, I guess the words I have to um, say is this has been uh, entertaining. There's been thrill and chills to hear you speak and uh, you're so multi-talented, and I know that the best is yet to come for uh, uh, someone like you. Um, so from, yeah, the opening kickoff of this uh, segment to the main course to the final whistle, it's been a real pleasure to have you on. And I wanted to pick on something that you mentioned uh, about, um, uh, you know, leadership and being kind and present and thoughtful. Uh, you hit all the marks on that in this great conversation. It was just so natural just talking with you and having a chat and and for someone we've just had a chance to meet i think it's uh it's been pretty amazing and i know my chum ashton wanted to say a few words to you before we uh, we signed off of course well brad thank you for coming on the show and um we've watched um your highlights in the cfl and we've watched the big bake we're amazed how you can play and amazed how you can host so you've inspired um, not only the sports era, but the television era, which is great. Thank you, big guy. I appreciate that. I just, like I, like I said, and to go back to what you said, Anthony, first, it's just, I've been very, very, very spoiled in my entire life, uh, to have such great people around me to give me great examples, even when I wasn't the greatest, greatest example for myself, which we all go through. So, uh, I was just so spoiled to have my dad and my mom around me and then my mentors throughout my years. And just always remember that whatever you do in life, Ashton, there's only one way, and that's forward. So going backwards does nothing for you. Outstanding. Ashton, you're going to take us to break on episode 22. This ends our father-son best of segment. More father-son fun talk coming up. You're listening to the Champs and Chums podcast. Welcome back to Chance and Chums. It's episode 22. Happy Father's Day weekend, everybody. We hope you're doing well. It's Anthony and Ashton in the broadcast chair. And Ashton, it's now time for a special edition of our All Pro Go segment. Yes. And just so your, our fans know, an All Pro Go segment is a Did You Know Sports Spotlight. So my chum Ashton is going to share with you a uh, spotlight on a sport. And Ashton... 
the sport. What what sport are we featuring on episode 22? Well, we're featuring on episode 22, arm wrestling. Take it away, my friend. Arm wrestling is a contest between two opponents facing each other with their with their bent elbows placed on the table and hands firmly gripped, then attempt to force the opponent's hand down to the tabletop. In the in the early years, different names were interchange. How do you say that word? Interchangeably. You almost got it there. Interchangeably, interchangeably, used to describe the same sport. Arm turning, arm res- arm twisting, arm wrestling, Indian arm wrestling, twisting wrists, wrist turning, wrist wrestling. Organized arm wrestling tournaments arose in the 1950s. Various factors can play a part play a part in one's success in arm wrestling. Technique and overall arm strength being the two the two greatest contributing factors. Other considerations, such as the length of an arm wrestler's arm, muscle and mat, and arm mass, density, hand grip size, wrist, wrist endurance, and flexibility, reaction time, and other traits that can lead ad, that can lend advantage advantages uh, of one arm wrestler over another the sport is, is sometimes used to demonstrate the stronger person between two or more people you put some great strength into that one it's arm wrestling which is wrestling. our arm wrestling ashton which is our all pro go dad's gonna take it home here and uh, try to pin you with this one all right, and then so just so everybody knows, in competitive arm wrestling, it's sanctioned by the United States Arm Wrestling Federation, right? And there are many arm wrestling tournaments that happen right across the world, and it may divi- be divided sometimes along weight classes and also whether you're left-handed or right-handed. Because actually, when you think about it, Ashen, that will definitely determine how, uh, where, where you, who you should face, I guess, eh? Yep. So arm wrestling tournaments... Uh, we talked about weight classes. Um, you know, the other thing as well, too, is that there's an international federation of arm wrestling. Did you know that as well? I did not know that. That's right. And then let's uh, now talk about some of the types of arm wrestling. So you can do standard arm wrestling, yep. stand-up arm wrestling, sit-down arm wrestling. That one might seem a little tricky, too. Wrist wrestling. And then, um, yeah, so those are the kind the types of, of, of um, arm wrestling, uh, uh, I guess, matches you could have. Yeah. But then let's look at the showcase and talk about the showcase of some, uh, I guess you call them top pullers, which is kind of the best of the best when it comes to arm wrestling, Ashton. Yeah. And I see a lot of Americans, right? We've, we start back in the day in the 60s with Dwayne Tiny Benedicts. There's one Canadian down there. Yes, Ashton. Who is that? That is... Gary Goodrich. You got yep. it. Yeah, Gary Goodrich, who actually went on to fight in the UFC. Oh. There, there's a little statistic that you might not have known, but Gary Goodrich. Yes, you're right, Ashton. In the 1990s, was a star in arm wrestling. In fact, he had multiple championships, too, uh, in J- January of 91 and then also August of 95. I did not know that. 
Great stuff. And then, of course, as we get closer to uh, present day, another Canadian, Devon Lerette, another name in the world of, uh, of uh, arm wrestling as well. But uh, look at these left-handers, right, yeah. in the early 80s. Gary Goodridge, Garvin Lewis, Steve Morneau. Uh, wow. Uh, so that's incredible. Um, but Ashton, um, we've actually tried to do in, in an all fun attempt. We've actually had some arm wrestling matches too. Yes, we have had some arm wrestling challenges. Um, I mean, it is hard for me comparing his arm is heavier than mine, but still I, I'm, I try to push true, push through and, um, sometimes I, um, I lose, but it's okay. You're always trying. You're always trying your best, which is the best thing to do. In the champs and trauma spirit, you certainly do that. And uh, I guess you can say, if it's not arm wrestling, hands down, yeah, you are my champ and chump. Good stuff. Well, listen, we've got uh, more episodes and more segments to go here on Champs and Chums, our special Father's Day weekend. But thanks for listening to episode twenty-two of the Champs and Chums podcast. Father-Son Fun Talk, you're listening to episode 22 of the Champs and Chums podcast. And Ashton, it's now time for our signature segment. Yes, that's right. It's our Champs and Chums segment here on this Father's Day weekend, right in the heart of it, if you will. And uh, we are going to feature our stars on and off the field. And this one is extra, extra special in this month of June 2021. So Ashton's going to name his champ, I will name uh, my champ, and then we'll both collectively honor our chums. Ashton, over to you with your champ for episode 22. My champ for episode 22 is Brad Smith. Well, what a great selection that is, Ashton. I mean, what a great segment we had, our our best of guest, Brad Smith. But uh, yeah, I mean, why is Brad Smith your uh, champ of episode 22? Well, he is multi-talented. Yeah, definitely multi-talented. I mean, we're, we're, we got a lineup of things that he does, eh, Ashton? Fo- yeah. Football player. What else? Football, cooking. There's... Te- television. Television. Owns a restaurant. Owns a restaurant. I think he's so a philanthropist. I mean, he is a philanthropist. And, I mean, so many great things that makes him so talented. Uh, well-educated as well, too. Um, starring in football also at Queens. I mean, uh, and he gives back. What, what else is he your, your champ of episode 22? Well, he has inspired many people. Well, he sure has, right? I mean, think about it, right? All the audience of people that have watched him on television and uh, his presence that he has, right? He's so multi-talented, intelligent, yep. Well-spoken. I can see why you've named him as your champ of episode 22, and I wholeheartedly agree. All right, over to Dad now for my uh, champ, and that doesn't fall too far from our your champ, because in the spirit of this being Father's Day weekend, Ashton, and in the spirit of our uh, great show, Champs and Chums, my champ of episode 22 is Brad's dad, Larry Smith. How about that? Well, dad, that 
is outstanding that matches that definitely matches father's day well it sure does right i mean a father and a son uh two uh individuals uh, a father and a son who have done tremendous things in their lives uh to date and more to come but larry smith i mean boy oh boy uh canadian football legend uh a business leader and now a member of the the Senate of Canada, Ashton. I mean, these are special roles that you 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 place on special people. And uh, you know, when you think about uh, uh, Larry's business career, obviously uh, president and publisher of the Montreal Gazette, he served there. He led the league. He was com- commissioner of the Canadian Football League, and. Um, you know, he uh, was brave and bold for the very first time under his leadership. Uh, they, they expanded into the United States. Um, and then, of course, uh, you know, his political ca- uh, career where, you know, there was so much um, uh, a movement, if you will, and how strong a leader he was that, uh, you know, there were these rumors circling on whether he would be the leader of the Conservative Party of Canada at one time. But he continued his uh, um, great contribution to public life and public service uh, in his role as as a senator. And uh, it was on the advice of then Prime Minister Stephen Harper back in 2010, December Ashton, December 18th to be specific, that uh, Larry Smith was summoned into one of the highest and most prestigious role uh, in Canadian public life, and that is to be uh, a senator. And he continues uh, uh, to serve uh, as, as in, in the role of senator. And what an outstanding uh, uh, person he is. Raised a great family um, and went, went to bishops. And look at this, Ashton. 1972, he was the first round pick by the Montreal Alouettes. How about that? Well, Dad, that's outstanding. There's my champ of episode 22. Larry Smith. Okay, now it's over to our chums in the special edition. And Ashton, uh, who is your chum for this Father's Day episode? Well, Dad, my chum for episode 22 is you. Oh, well, I am touched. I am touched, my man, that you would nominate me uh, on the month of Father's Day as your chum. And, uh, well, you take it away. Well, well why, why, why am I... Why? I mean, I feel like I'm your chum, and we're chums like every month. But why would you shine a spotlight, I guess, on it on 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 in June? Well, because it's Father's Day, and Dad, you're really kind. You're really inspiring to me, and you've always coached me to be great. Well, that's really nice of you to say, man. Uh, you know, you're kind of making me a bit speechless right now on this special Father's Day episode. You know putting a show together like this that we have since October 2019 it's yeah. uh, it's been really special um I can't tell you how many special moments um I feel we've had together so it's really nice of you to to say that well what were some of the fun things that you have enjoyed uh, us doing together well I enjoyed that we've done many experience experiences that not many people had but um my dad took me to exp- 
as I was saying, my dad took me to experiences that I've never seen before, and um, I love going on vacations with him, I love playing hockey outside with him, and I love doing lots of things with him, especially, um, it's, it's gonna be lots of things I'm doing with my dad on Father's Day. Oh, well, that's very nice of you to say. So that's Ashton's chum of episode 22. Uh, yours truly. That's his dad, me. Yeah. So I guess it's over to dad now on the special Father's Day episode uh, to honor my chum for, for this segment. And uh, boy, oh boy, this, this chum is, is my chum, uh, not just on episode 22, not just in the ones dialing back, but he'll always be my chum from for i guess forever and that's my chum that's you ashton how do you feel about that well i feel uh really um happy because um no matter how like since episode 22 and all the way back i i know i know that you've you've always wanted to name me your chum on all the all the episodes but it comes down to father's day and you name me your chum which is really really nice yeah well it is and it's 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 with every every beat of my heart my man you know uh, i ever since you came into our world uh july 5th 2012 um uh, it's been the greatest gift, you know, and uh, to be on Father's Day weekend to, to talk to you and the fans about my love for you, Ashton, uh, and my hopes for you. Uh, it's easy, right? It's really easy because yeah. you are you are um, you're a great gift. Uh, you do so many wonderful things, not only just for our family, but uh, our extended family, the, the person who you are. You know, I see you in school and, and the way you are with your friends. You you are a leader in every category, man. You are an all-star in every category. You know, you're good. You you bring um, you bring a strength, a, a courage. You're, you're willing to speak and, and share ideas. And you're willing to just have fun and experience things with so many people. And, uh, yeah, so on this special Father's Day episode, you are my chum, Ashton. Well, uh, Dad, at some point, I feel like you're going to cry here. I think you're going to shed a tear. <laughs> well, that's nice of you to say. You know, I, I guess you're seeing a little bit behind the mic here. But, yeah, it's it's pretty special, our relationship. And uh, it's great to have a chum like you to uh, enjoy special moments like this. And, uh, yeah, when we bring this to you, the fans, uh, we bring it with uh, with every beat of our heart. And, and, and we always give our best. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's really nice to talk... Uh, about and put a, a spotlight on my forever chum that's ashton well that's it and great stuff um good stuff well we've got one more segment to go but you're listening to father's day weekend episode 22 of the champs and chums podcast Welcome back to episode 22 of Champs and Chums. And Ashton, it is now time to put a beautiful bow on this gift for our fans. That is episode 22, our special Father's Day episode. It's been a real fun one, hasn't it? Yep. Yeah, what have you had fun with today? Or actually, you know what? Let me, let me actually reframe that because I, as I always do, 
on our episodes at the end, I wanted to ask you, Ashton, what did you learn today? Well, I learned how talented Brad Smith is. Yeah, I mean, he's multi-talented, right, Ashton? And, you know, it's the talent. It's not, you know, obviously started in sports and football and athletics. You know, he even talked about swimming. He was big in that as well, too. But it's the television side and then growing his skills. I mean, as a, as a business leader, a thought leader, and uh, obviously uh, uh, becoming an operator, even getting into the, to, to the restaurant business, owning his own restaurants. It makes him so talented. But you know what I really love about Brad? He's got this winning personality. Didn't you find that as well, too? Yeah, What were your I did. thoughts about that? Well, I think... Th- think that he he was committed to winning even though bad even though if there were bad days good days or you know normal days um he still went through and had that winning mindset to come and win sure did winning mindset great personality and lots of talent that's an incredible showstopper good stuff what else did you learn on episode 22 well, I learned it was fun learning about father's inspired athlete names. Yeah, we had some beauties there as well too, right? Yeah. I mean, we covered the automotive sector. We covered beverages with beers. Yep. Right? And we covered, well, yeah, that I think that actually did it, didn't it? Yep. And we covered fishing. Oh, yes, that's right. We covered the old good outdoor sport of fishing with Marty Fish as well too. Well, yep. that, that was a lot of fun. Well... We've had so much fun on this episode, this special Father's Day. We want to take this opportunity, Ashton, to wish all of the fathers and all the father figures a happy Father's Day. What did you want to share with the fathers and father figures out there? Well, I really want to say happy Father's Day to all the fathers out there. Hope you keep on um, doing amazing and um, you and everyone out there every single father that is listening i want all i want all fathers listening to listen closely have a very happy father's day you heard it on great authority from my chum there ashton who else do we want to honor and thank and note for our show ashton well, we want to thank the Power Girls and Uncle Dennis who helped produce the show. Power Girls, happy, happy Father's Day, Uncle Dennis. And we also want to thank Brad Smith. That's right. We want to thank our best of guest, Brad Smith. Outstanding talent and uh, so great to have him on this special episode of Champs and Chums. Ashton, uh, where can our great fans subscribe to check us out? They can subscribe at iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn, Podbean, and CastBox. And they can check us out on social at Champs and Chums, our website, champsandchums.com. Ashton, this is going to be the biggest, a jumbo June. Happy Father's Day fist bump. What a great show, my man. And we're so glad that you joined us. And Ashton, as we always say, Cheers to champs, cheers to chums, and cheers to an all-star day. Thanks for listening.